Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. And today, we are going to get into social media. We're going to get into leads, and we're going to pick one platform as opposed to talking about all of them because... I get a lot of you coming through the Scale Up Your Business community saying that, yeah, this is great, Nick. You talk about social media being free marketing, but there's a lot of choice and there's only one of me and I'm trying to scale and I need to know where to focus, which is also something you talk about. So, okay, listen, fair enough, guys. I get it. That's exactly what I say. So today we are going to focus on one and that platform is LinkedIn. Now, I have said in the past that I'm not a big believer that there's B2B and B2C in the traditional way that people talk about that. I get it that you may have a business whereby the majority of your revenue comes from consumers, or you might have another business where the majority of your revenue comes from other businesses, but ultimately building trust, rapport, being liked, being authentic all of those things are really, really important characteristics, regardless of whether it's a business sale or a consumer sale. So I like to talk about it being person to person. And I often say that it's always been that, you know, we just now have the opportunity to leverage that and create relationships to build that rapport using the social media platforms. Now, LinkedIn has traditionally been thought of as the B2B platform of choice. But if you really want to get great reach on that platform, and, and I've been testing this of late, uh, it's, it's kind of blurring between that and Facebook and Instagram and some of the others. And what I mean by that is, you know, I did a post not that long ago, which was when my wife and I were celebrating our wedding anniversary. And that had something like 30,000 views of that post, which didn't really have anything to do with business per se and, and what people traditionally say LinkedIn is about. But of course, it was a bit more of a lens into the human side of me and that particular post, I was thanking my wife for all of her support. So obviously it had both a business context, but it was really about, you know, just showing showing the world that um, I have more to me <laughs> than just scale up your business. So, you know, these platforms can be used in different ways. And just to talk about Facebook quickly. I mean, Facebook has got one of the best advertising algorithms out there. So actually, the, the way you can use that to target both consumers, individuals, businesses is really, really powerful. So, so my view is that even though LinkedIn may traditionally have been thought of as something which was more focused about business and networking, all of the platforms are starting to kind of cross and blur the lines. So we have an absolute specialist on the show today, and that person is Matt Clark. Now, he is the founder of The Virtual Edge. And he's the co-creator of a system called the Rainmaker System, which is effectively an online marketing system that helps entrepreneurs get high value leads from LinkedIn, LinkedIn without paying for ads. And he's been working on this for some time. And he now wants to kind of help as many businesses as he can worldwide 
create this this vibrant usage of LinkedIn to really grow and scale their business. So what we're going to focus on today is, is how you really get deep into the LinkedIn platform. What are the strategies? What are the tactics that you need to deploy to generate high value leads and to scale your business? So Matt is a South African and I'm an Australian. So you are going to have to put up with a whole heap of Southern Hemisphere banter which you should be used to now if you've been listening to Scale Your Business. But as I said, the main thing today, the main thing I want you to take away from this is if you have a business, be it B2B, B2C, whatever it is, LinkedIn is a platform that you must master, you must use if you want to really start to grow your reach and grow and scale your business. So we're going to get into all the tips and all the strategies of how you do that today. So that's it. That's the topic. Welcome to the show, Mr. Matt Clark. And let's get deep into LinkedIn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another show, another Scale Up Your Business episode. I'm back from holiday. I've got a tan. The hair's been cut. I'm feeling relaxed. And I've got a, a sort of fellow Southern Hemisphere guy with me today. I am joined on the show by Matt Clark. Matt Clark is an expert in LinkedIn demystifying LinkedIn lead generation, building significant scalable businesses off predictable sales systems. So welcome, Matt, to the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Nick. Uh, and you can see definitely who's been on holiday and who hasn't been on holiday. There's a very <laughs> big contrast here, right? We've just come out of winter, but in a couple of months' time, the roles are going to be reversed. <laughs> you know what? Do you know what's funny though, right? Is like that. that's very, you know, you can only say that for like literally about three weeks of the year because um, I grew yeah, up in Australia. So, right, you know, I kind of know what a great summer is. Here in the UK, you've got to try and get away. And because with COVID and all that stuff going on, that's pretty, pretty difficult. So if we were like, what, four or five months from now, I'd be pasty and you'd be looking yeah. like awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited, man. It's, you know, springtime here and it's starting to warm up. I'm finally wearing like shorts and T-shirts again. It's, oh, it's amazing. I'm not built for the cold. No, awesome. Where, where actually in South Africa are you? Which area? I'm in Johannesburg. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Now I've spent a bit of time yeah. there. I did um I did one of your illustrious races, the Comrades Marathon, back in oh, brilliant. 2013, I think it was. And I've spent a brilliant. bit of time in Joburg and Cape Town. I love I love the place. Yeah, it's it's just stunning. I mean, there's just so much diversity. There's like something for everyone. And even if you didn't know you wanted something, it's probably going to be there as well. You know, <laughs> lots Perfect. of outdoor stuff. Perfect. Well, listen, you you are the um the founder, the CEO of the Virtual Edge. And, and you are, as I said beforehand, an expert in LinkedIn. Now, I, I haven't really spoken a lot about LinkedIn on the show. I talk a lot about social media, okay. personal brands. But let's before we get into all of that today, let's just hear a little bit of your background, kind of what you have done previously to date and kind of what your mission cool. is and what your story is now. Yeah, perfectly. Uh, so, you know, my background actually doesn't come from a digital marketing, social media background at all. Uh, in fact, how I got started in business was my first job was a waiter, Okay. From there, I came over to the UK and get this. I did door-to-door -door sales. Oh, right? I love it. Yep. <laughs> the best yeah, grounding ever, Matt. The best grounding ever. That's perfect. <laughs> I tell you, man, that built up skills that I use today, not just in sales, but also systems and processes and training and all the rest. It's the best, absolutely the best training ever I've ever done. So I did that for a bit and then came back to South Africa. And then I worked for a guy who I used to work for in the UK selling telephone systems. So we used to sell PABX switchboards um, here in South Africa, also door to door. Nobody else was doing it. So it was, it was completely novel. And I mean, we were going in and signing like, you know, five deals a day, you know, ridiculous amounts of business. 
And then, you know, did that for a couple of years and then started my own business with two partners and we would sell copiers, CCTV and, um, and printers, uh, sorry, PBX copiers and CCTV. And, you know, we built that up business up to like high seven figures um, in, in dollar terms, not in Rand terms, right? Because it doesn't really mean much there. Um, I, I wasn't going to go there, but you have, so that's right. <laughs> but I a, that, a significant business, a decent business. Yeah, we had 60 staff members, 25 salespeople. Um, everything was done door to door. We didn't use any social media. We had a website just to show that we were a real company and not just, you know, door knockers, fly by night is what people would say. But it was but, very uh, successful. What time frame are we talking about here? So give me give me sort of a, the years that you were doing this. So I've been doing this now for the past six years. Uh, so before that, it was probably from 2013. I took I pretty took took a year off after I sold my shares in the business. Guys, sure. we still carried on doing really well. Um, so yeah, I mean that was since what? How old was I then? How old am I now? So <laughs> no, I ask that question all the time. Then. I always I've got no idea how old I am. Like kind of the years just yeah. kind of fly by. But uh, we're talking so what just probably, post post recession post post global sort of. 2008 yeah. sort of stuff, didn't I? So in 2008, I was working for the company. That's when I was working there still. And what happened yep. was that, you know, when when there was a big recession, we were growing. I mean, we went the opposite way where people were pulling back on marketing and shutting down and not moving forward. We were scaling up, right? We were thinking, well, let's hire more people. Let's get more boots on the ground. Let's go bigger, better, faster. And we were opening up branches. We doubled, tripled, quadrupled the revenue. I mean, there was one month in 2008 where we sold 400 telephone systems to businesses. Oh, wow. Right? It's like unheard of. Like 400 in a month. That's ridiculous. Right? Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to forget this now. because I think I, I do want to get into sales process today because I'm cool. sure some of the stuff yeah. you're going to talk about, the learnings of what you learned there are going to be applicable to when we start talking about online. Yeah. Well, that's so, actually what we've done. And, and the reason I went into LinkedIn was because of that. And the process that, that we've built out and that we've used on LinkedIn is very aligned to how do we find and connect with the ideal clients in the shortest period of time without having to go through a gatekeeper and then also then convert them into a paying customer in the shortest period of time by building up the rapport, by building up that know, like, and trust factor yeah. um, and putting it into a system so that it's repeatable so that if you're a single business owner, you can now grow it and scale it. You can hire people to come in and run those processes for you. Or if you've got a sales team already, you can have each of them now becoming their own, not just sales centers, but their own lead generation centers as well, where they're generating leads and you just don't have to feed them stuff all the time. You know, so it's a, beautiful, it's a beautiful way to take it to the next level. That's right. You're in the right place, mate. Anyway, I cut you off. So let's go back to the story. So you sold your shares in this business around, we yeah. said 2013, 14, something like that. Somewhere around there. Yeah. I can't even yeah. remember the exact timeline. It was like a whirlwind. And my reason for selling the shares was because I landed up falling out of love with the business, right? I was working ridiculous hours. We were traveling all the time. You know, we, our, our strategy was very different to what most other businesses were. You know, we'd operate out of Joburg, but we'd drive every week. We'd drive out to the outlying areas and go and sell to the people in these smaller towns, right? And what all we would do, our, our methodology and our process was very simple. Go into outlying areas give them a 10 times better service than anyone else had ever given them. And we crushed it. Like nice. we would go in, in a week. Yeah. Super simple strategy, right? Yeah. We came in with a better sales process and a better delivery process. We would have, um, go in, sell like 30, 40 systems in one week and then start installing the same week. 
Wow. People so how did you know? So you so obviously very simple in terms of um, thinking about that and going out there and saying it, but how did you know that that was going to be a, a crushing blow versus competitors? Had you already done some research on this? Had you known that that was, let's say, service hasn't been a great thing, so therefore we can win there? Not really. I mean, it's interesting. You know, when we were doing door-to-door sales in the UK, we had our, our base of operations, and we actually followed exactly the same process. So we had the base of operations in the area that we were in. I was in uh, High Wycombe at the time. Mm-hmm. And what we used to do is we used to travel out to all the outlying areas to go and sell. So we came to South Africa and we're like, all right, you can go and try sell in, in the big city centers where there's already the Canons and the Samsungs and all the big brands already. Or we can go into the outlying areas and go and have conversations because chances are no one's talking to them. And if they are, they're not doing it at the level that we're going to do it at. Okay, got it. Okay, keep going. I keep cutting you off because I'm I'm interested. So, you know, I, I sold my shares in the business because I, I landed up seeing I was working like ridiculous hours, always away from home. I mean, I lived in an apartment. I, you know, picture this. I had 60 staff members. I'm living in an apartment because like I just, that's all I needed at the time really was just me. I've been living there for five years. I still had stuff in boxes. Okay, now that's obviously my own fault as well. I take responsibility for that. But it looked like I just moved in because I was working all the time. Difficult to build relationships, difficult to connect to people where you're just working, working, working. So I got to a stage where I was like, I want more out of life. I want to build something where that's going to give me freedom, that's going to give me time, where I can travel the world, earn money while I sleep, you know, the laptop lifestyle dream that everyone wants. And I, I started diving into that. So I sold my shares in the business. And my first interaction with the online world was to say, I went to, uh, they had a whole bunch of these American speakers coming over through success resources. Yes, I know them. Yep. And I was watching the guys. Yep, 100%. Like, listen, there's some huge value in there, right? And I was watching the guys and I thought like, this is what I want to do. I don't know if I want to speak on stage, but I want to have the lifestyle. And I started looking and I noticed that all of them were using this little system called Infusionsoft, Right. And so I thought, well, there's something here. Let me go check this out. So I bought it for myself and I didn't really, I mean, I'd sold my shares. I had some good money. I didn't really have a business, but I started diving in and playing around with it. And I decided, well, look, this is going to be pretty cool, even though my business is not, I don't really have a business right now, but I can see systems and processes and I can help other people implement this into their business and get results. So I became a certified partner, started off that journey. We got to a stage where we were helping entrepreneurs, but it was it was like a slow growth and I could only work with certain amounts of people. I couldn't scale up. It was not scalable at all. Unless I had to hire more people at higher cost, cuts into your margins, all those fun things. So about two and a half years ago, we came to a decision. We, we realized that we had all of these people who um, we could help them uh, automate their business, but now they need leads, right? And so we started looking into Facebook and Google ads and like, I'm not, I'm not technical, um, and my business partner who is technical, he's not technical in the ad side of things. So we went looking and it just, nothing really worked. We couldn't get this thing off the ground. And, and actually, in fact, a friend of mine in Australia said, you need to take a look at LinkedIn. She said some of the strategies that she was doing and what started happening was that I started getting on there and I realized I could virtually knock doors, right? 20 doors a day, speak directly to the ideal client, have a conversation. Because the number one thing I wanted was, let me just get in front of more of my ideal clients. Let's just start having more conversations. And that just started happening. And we started growing it and scaling it. You know, now two, two and a half years down the line, we've put processes in place. We've built online trainings. We've helped almost 1,500 entrepreneurs in 26 countries. 
And it's been amazing to see people's lives change because of it. Great. Okay. Awesome. Now you can tell that I'm eager to get back into sales process. Let's do it. <laughs> so let's unpack it. So, so a couple of things. Um, you've got a system which I want to go through in detail because I've yes. had a good look at it before this um, before this conversation today. The first question I've got for you is: there isn't a day that goes by where I don't get at least, and I'm not making this up, five, sometimes even ten. People knock knock on my door in LinkedIn and say, hey, listen, I want to help you get clients. Yep. And and half the time it's like, you know, I don't know these people. There's no trust. There's no rapport, blah, blah, blah. Delete, delete, delete. Right. I connect with them all, you know, because I'm nice, but that's it. Um, how, how have you, how are you doing this differently? Because that doesn't work. And a lot of people I speak to say that that doesn't work. Or if I got this wrong and you know what, it's just a numbers game. And if you knock on a thousand doors, you're going to get a few people say yes. Just, just let's just unpack this a bit. Yeah, and it's a really good question because we see it all the time. I mean, you know, Nick, I get people reaching out to me saying, hey, do you want to learn how to get leads on LinkedIn? I'm like, dude. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. Trust me. I get it. Yeah. So the big thing is it's about, it's about context, right? And it's about positioning. So the big mistake that people make is, you know, they go out and they, they take a shotgun and they're trying to hit a target. They're throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what hits, Right. What I like to do is I like to go in with a sniper rifle because most of, the, most of the clients that we work with, they don't need to have 30, 40 new clients a month. If they get three, four, five clients a month, 10 clients a month, that's huge for them, right? When I go one client, he needs six clients a year. He's got a multi-million dollar business. That's it. He doesn't need to go and spam people. He can pick and choose who he wants to work with. And so it's all about how you position yourself. Now, when you get spammed like that, the reason you feel spammed is because obviously there's no like there's no no like and trust factor, but also because they haven't gone and specifically targeted, specifically put a, a process together that's going to target you that that actually connects with what you're the pain points you're going through. So what we do differently is we spend a lot of time going deep into that ideal client. And there's a process that we take people through. You need to understand what are their pains and frustrations? What are the fears that are keeping them up at night? Their goals and desires, dreams and aspirations. That's going to do two things. And we do this through market research, right? And by the way, market research for us is a constant thing that happens in the business. It's not a one-off thing because it's amazing, right? What it does is it allows you to hone in your message, like right? to create a compelling marketing to find more of your ideal clients, right? We use this magic formula right it's it's a super secret magic formula it's called ask them what they want and give it to them right <laughs> so, do you know what though i had i had a, a fantastic guy called steve sims on my podcast um, yeah you may have heard of him he's kind of he's called the wizard of oz right and that's because okay. he, he goes out there and gets amazing things happening but he said to me he said he said you know what the biggest problem in the world is nick he goes people don't ask for what they want exactly which is true, I think. People skirt around it. They make stuff up. They try and be clever. But actually, if you just ask, at least at least it's transparent, right? At least you're out there. Absolutely. So, 100%. And, you know, when you do the market research, uh, you know, I want to make sure that it's because there's two ways of doing this, right? One way is build it and they'll come, right? This common myth of like, I'm just going to build this thing and everyone's going to buy it. Never happens. Maybe back in the day where you were the only person doing that, but Today's day and age with all the competition, not going to happen. The second way is to ask people what they want, get their language, their messaging, what they're saying, and just go look for more people like that, right? 
And so this does two things. It allows you to create compelling marketing to go find more of these people. The second thing it does is it, is it generates leads. Because the big thing, Nick, that I see is that most people, everyone is just out there trying to sell their stuff. No one is actually going, and we call this selling without selling. No one is actually going and giving a damn. I don't know if I can swear, so I just PG'd that out right No, there, you right? can. You can. It's all right. Well, we are live, and it's lunchtime here, but hey, you know, it's good. 100%. What <laughs> everyone is doing is just trying to go out and peddle their stuff. No one's actually giving a shit about the client, right, about that person and trying to connect with them as a person. They're just trying to say, hey, buy my stuff, right, which it'll get you maybe 1% to 3% of people, but you're playing in such a small field where there's like this whole 99 or 95% of people who need some connection. You know, they're not ready to buy right now. So it's about understanding who that client is. Then it's about creating what we call the pickup line, okay? Which essentially what that does is it tells people how to work with you before they've even spoken to you. Okay, let's right? use some examples. Not not okay. traditional pickup lines, please, because, you know, hey. But, um, but you know, examples with clients. Them, man. Well, <laughs> man, I've, been married. I've been married for over a decade. I don't know. I've no I'm married as well. It'll be fine. <laughs> Well, let's do, let's do, let's do, let's, 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 let's play with the pickup line. Cause I've heard this cool. used before as a one liner or the kind of pitch or the social pitch, or there's other different ways of talking about it, but give yeah. me your um, context about what that is. Perfect. So it's, it's your headline on LinkedIn, right? And okay. so most people have got, you know, I'll give you an example of my one. So at the moment on LinkedIn, we're focusing on coaches, consultants, and advisors, right? Yeah. So for me, I could say, you know, what most of them will have is their headline will be, coach, speaker, author, business owner, managing director, whatever it is, they put their titles there, right? And they think because, you know, there's people out there that say, you know, for SEO and all the rest, and yeah, there's a place for it. But by doing that, you also look the same as every other coach, speaker, author, best-selling author, you look the same as everybody else, right? So what we like to do is we like to call out the ideal client, show them a measurable result in a fixed time frame and through a system or methodology. Okay, right? got it. So you're, you're calling out the hero to use kind of some of the hero's journey stuff and whatever else. So your clients, how you then solve that problem with something that feels proprietary, some piece of IP, some system, something that feels a little bit different, unique. Must be measurable. Measurable as well. Okay, so how do you integrate and the measurements? Okay, so you will get a coach consultant two to three leads in the next seven days, blah, blah, through, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so mine okay. is... I help coaches, consultants, and advisors get two to five high-value leads per day through the Rainmaker lead system. Got it. Okay. So you've got the impact, you've got the time frame, and you've got the system. Got it. Exactly. Now, that's the thing. So when people connect with you, the first thing they see is your image, your, uh, your image and your pickup line. That's it. So if you can connect with them on that and they see that and they know how to work with you before they even talk to you, that's going to create intrigue to then go take a look at the next step. And the next step is to have your profile set up as a high converting sales page. Now, the big mistake most people make is that they've got it written as a CV, right? It's all about them, me, my, ours. And here's a litmus test, right? If you're wondering, is my profile written as a CV? I mean, you already know if it is, like, you know what your profile says, right? But here's a litmus test. If it's got too many me, I, us, our, my, right? We call that weeing all over your customers, Okay. Got it. And you don't <laughs> want to do that. I can see why that would be off-putting. 
100%. So now it comes back to the market research. Now you want to take this market research and you know you want to share with them and take them through a process saying, look, I understand this is where you're at. If you're going through these pains and you're experiencing this, right, and you want to get to this without having to do this, here's a step-by-step methodology that you can follow. And at the end, give me a call, right? Or connect with me in a way. You have a call to action on there. Then you're going to have your, you're going to have testimonials. You're going to have your work experience, which is another place where you can connect with them deeper. So my goal is like, I want people to be going to my profile, viewing my profile and diving deep and, you know, looking at everything there. I want to give them stuff to look at. So at the end, when they're connecting with me or when I'm connecting with them, they're further along that buying conversation already. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so the process to go back a step, because I think this is interesting. So I get, as we said beforehand, I get, and you get all these people trying to sell you whatever they're selling you leads. It's usually leads. It's normally, you know, and they use similar processes to what you've said. But there's a point there where I, I'm reading this message and I'm thinking, you know, I don't really know you. It's probably automated. You've come and pitched me really quickly. I don't really, I, I, there's nothing. I have no relationship. How do you circumvent that piece when you're trying to knock on someone's door without asking a cheesy question like, hey, how's your business today? Because yeah, even those absolutely. things now are getting sort of, they feel a little bit oversubscribed because everyone's asking the same questions. How do you, how do you get that? Yeah, it's lame. It's lame. <laughs> yeah, what well, it is, it is. It's di- but it's difficult. I appreciate, listen, you know, people are trying things, right? And obviously we all know what they're trying to do. They're trying to build a relationship to try and sell a product or service. But it's clumsy is probably the way I describe it. It feels clumsy. It doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. It feels kind of just premeditated, et cetera. So how do you do it? And so there's a couple of different ways that you can do it, right? So one way is if you're going and you're doing a bit more of the bulk side of things and you really want to, you know, build up your connection requests a lot and, and you know, you're wanting to get a higher, quali- a higher number of, of connections and needs. So what I would always do, so now keep in mind, you've got your profile set up the right way. On that connection message, I'll always send a welcome message and I'll be very clear about my intentions. Hey, I'm looking to connect because of X, Y, and Z, because I help coaches, consultants, and advisors to grow their business using LinkedIn or get two to five high values a day using LinkedIn. If you're interested in, in taking the conversation, let's connect and see where we can take it. Great. So yeah. you're, you're up front. So that first message, as opposed Absolutely. to saying, hey, you know, I, I saw we had mutual connections. Let's link in. You go straight in at that point and be very clear that the connection has got a business intent or to help them intent. If that's my intention for that particular purpose. So that is one strategy that you can use, right? Sure. So it depends on what you want out of it. So I always look at LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a professional network. So one, yes, you can generate leads. It's absolutely fantastic. You can go directly to the ideal client and connect with them. But we also use it to find JV partners, right? We use it to find, to get leverage and to get scale. We also use it to connect with journalists to get featured in media. We also use it to get featured on podcast shows, right? I think, you know, my lady Rachel connected with you. Um, she uses well, the system. Well, she, was, she used a lovely email, actually, which was very nice. And, and, I, and I have to say, and I say, as you'd appreciate, we get pitched all the time for people coming on the show, but hers was the best one I've seen. So, Rachel, if you're listening, which I'm sure she is somewhere, uh, it was very good. It was very She's good. It was very good. And so this brings us to the second strategy is that when you're going out and connecting with people and you want to spend the time doing it, and if you only need a couple of leads, a couple of clients a month, what I'd highly recommend is that you go into their profiles and you take a look what's on their profile and then find something to connect about there, find things that matter to them. Then what you can do is a couple of things. Once you connect with them, you can say, hey, this is why I'm connecting. Be very clear about your intent of why you're connecting because it just makes the next message very simple. 
So like if you're generating leads, I'm telling you why I'm connecting because I'm looking for more clients to help them generate leads. My next message can be straight up. I can say, look, these are the results we help people get. If you're interested in talking, let's see if there's a good fit and get on a call. Right. I'm not trying to I don't I'm not supposing that it is. Let's see if there is. Great. But you're using proof points and and, and validation at that point to actually say, listen, I know my stuff. It's not just me randomly pitching you. I can prove that I can do the job. 100%. And then when you're going and building those those personal relationships, you take a look at their profile, you find a connection point, and here you've got a couple of options. You can send them something of value that they could find really interesting, that you could connect on deeper to start a conversation. For me, marketing is not about closing sales. It's about opening conversations. I want to build relationships with people that turn into high value leads that, you know, instead of focusing on one off sales, we're building lifetime value. That's the thing that excites me. (laughs) Well, let's put an exclamation around that because I think it is a lot of people kind of get confused around that. And if, and I often say that if you go into a marketing based strategy, thinking of it as a sales play, then, you know, even the psychology of how you show up can screw the whole thing up. Exactly. It's one piece of the process. It is a vital piece of the process, but it's one piece of the process. And I kind of look at it, you know, when, when we were doing door-to-door sales and, I, and, you know, take back to this. So we had an eight-step process that we used to take people through. And um, yeah, whenever I, whenever I talk about this, people laugh a little bit. So there's eight steps, right? Step number eight is close and consolidate. Most people are trying to start. They're going from hello to close and consolidate. Right? They're trying to close the deal right in the beginning. They're missing out the whole you know, seven other steps to get to that point. And the whole thing is, is that if you do those seven steps right and you're really focusing on the person and building that relationship, then the closing and the consolidating becomes just a next natural part. It's not difficult. No, right? I, I, I often say <laughs> it comes back to activity levels as well, or what we used to call when I used to work in telesales, we used to call it activity. Yeah. So if you have a lot of activity going on, which is what I, I probably understand is what's going to be underpinned by your process there, um, the sales fall. You don't have to yeah. close because, you know, the converse, you've done the work to lead to a close. So this idea that you're a great closer doesn't really matter because you've worked that whole situation and you've been authentic about the relationship all the way through. Exactly, exactly. And for us, you know, how we look at the lead generation process on LinkedIn is like, I don't want to keep the relationship in LinkedIn. I want to get people to connect in LinkedIn. That'll be the point of connection. We constantly put, we post content out there. So there's leverage points where we can scale and we can have connections um, and then get them onto a phone call, a qualifying call. And then that builds more relationship, more trust. And then, so this is what like I'd have one of my team members do. And they'd build that trust out and say, hey, look, I'm jumping on the call. Let's see if this is a good fit. I understand you're looking to do this. Let's see if this is a good fit. We'll tell you if it's not. So we're being completely authentic every single step of the way. And if it is a good fit, then they'll, then they'll set up a call with one of our closers or me if I'm available. And in between that, they've got to watch a video before they even talk to us. Okay. So this is an interesting sales process. I, I can see what you're doing because I think about it in terms of similar, actually. So there's, there's generating leads right? Then there's a form of qualification, pre-sales yes. or whatever else. Very important. And, and then there's usually, depending on what, well, I've got different businesses, got so seven separate things going on, uh, will be a conversation with me if it's appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Okay. But, 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 so but how we, sorry, keep going. How we're scaling that is yeah. now I've been brought in setters who will go out and generate the leads and have those conversations and qualify people. And also remember, I mean, I'm qualifying people all the way from my profile already. 
So the people that are connecting, they're, they're just going through qualification, 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 until the time when they actually get to speak to somebody, then, you know, you're closing at like 50, 60%. Well, how many steps the- are there in the process now for you? On a, obviously, I know it depends on different types of businesses, but if you were advising the, the, from beginning to end, everything from the LinkedIn profile all the way through to someone saying yes and the contract signed, how many steps are there in the process that you advise? So at the moment, I mean, we're looking at, you know, LinkedIn profile, connection, welcome message, qualification call, um, video sales call, six okay. steps. And what's that video doing? Is that another affirmation, some form of um, welcome, uh, mini pitch by you, or is it actually bespoke to the person each time? So it's more about taking people through a framework. So what we, what I'm big on is showing people a framework on how to get from where you are right now to ultimately where you want to be. And remember as well, this is because we've specifically targeted people. So we know that for these people, this is going to be a good framework to get them there. So we're doing all that work up front. So it's very, the key thing is it's very targeted. If you had to do this as a general thing, and and we did, we tried it as a general thing and said entrepreneurs, the connection rates plummet, the conversion rates plummet. You don't get what you ultimately want. It's too broad, isn't it? I mean, you know, that's not, back to having a very focused audience or niche or avatar, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's very broad. So I walk yes. them through a framework and say, look, in order for you to get to from where you are right now to where you want to go, we've got a roadmap that takes you step by step by step. Here are the steps in the roadmap so they can see it's a proven system, a proven methodology. By the time we get on the call, I don't need to explain to them that it's a system and the steps that they need to take. We pepper in a couple of results in there as well so people can see what kind of results they can be experienced as well. And by the time they get onto the call, they show up excited right? That's the key thing. Like I want people showing up excited and hungry to take that next step. Got it. And how long is the video generally? Seven minutes, seven to 10 minutes. Okay. So you're, and you're leveraging time here. You're automating here. So there's a whole piece here where you're actually providing that as well. So that when you do get on the call, it's very, very clear what you're going to talk about. You might be taking questions on the process. You might be able to understand a bit more about their business, but ultimately, you know why you're there. You're there to dance pretty much. (laughs) Absolutely. And we frame it like that as well. So I will tell them, listen, we're doing a scale session. Here are the things that we're going to cover. Here are the points that we're going to cover. And there's a system or methodology to take you to that point as well. So People are clear about it. And I, I even say to them up front, it's like, look, if there's a good fit at the end, I'm going to make you an offer. Right? If and I you never, like, I'll you, you, never, like. you never charge at any point through this system. So I've seen systems whereby sometimes there's a consultation charge when you start to get a fair way into the pipeline. Partly, partly to test yeah. high kicking. I've seen this work well, by the way, so it's not necessarily. Yeah, it works very well. But do you ever do that? Do you ever advocate that? We do. Uh, we do it as well sometimes. So what I'll do typically is if, I, if I'm invited as a guest on a webinar, right, where you've got, you can't control who's in there, okay? And there's different people at different stages and all the rest. So in that particular case, what I'll do is instead of selling our, our, and just selling the online course, what I'll do is I'll say to them, look, book in a scale session. We'll charge you $147. And so the people that come in and book those sessions, they've paid to be there, and then they can use that towards whatever program that they buy going forward. Got there it. you have like an 80% closing rate. It's ridiculous. Um, and the only reason people don't buy, you know, that other 20% generally is because they don't have the funds to take it to the next level or they've got to speak to someone and it dies out. I mean, you know, it'd be beautiful to have 100% closing rate, but. You know. It's still pretty good though. But I, the thing I like about that is you're right. If you're invited to go into someone else's room and you don't know what's going on there, you haven't controlled that. You're still, you're still, you know, creating an opportunity to provide value, but also not necessarily giving up your time for free. And you're 100%. right. And there's a point there where actually it's a, it's a low commitment. 
to yeah. be able to get someone to say yes, and then they come into your world, but they are, you know, it's like anything. I think sometimes, you know, if you are going to give away your time for free, and I see a lot of people do this in the consultant so space. And I always say to them, I, I say, well, hold on, you know, what about surely you value yourself higher than that? And so yeah. there's a piece where that comes into play. I like it. I like the fact you advocate that because I think a lot of people miss that <laughs> step because they have that sort of mindset of scarcity or they don't value themselves enough. And I think there's two ways you can do it. So one way is, is doing like what we just shared right now and, and put that payment thing in. So get people to pay for a strategy session or a scale session. It's hugely valuable and you make it valuable to them. So they leave with a plan and they, they don't leave feeling like, oh, it's just a sales session. Like they actually got huge value out of it. And then the second way is what we've got in our business because we control the entire sales process going through. You know, we're running ads on LinkedIn. We're doing direct outreach on LinkedIn. We're also running, um, we're starting some Facebook ads soon as well. Um, but I've got processes in place and I've got people in place to do the qualification, which means that by the time somebody gets to me, they've gone through a qualification process so that when they're speaking to me or when they're speaking to one of the closers, these guys are like hungry. They're ready to buy you know, even if they haven't invested anything, I know that I'm spending time with people who want it. And they like, they just need to know what to buy versus um, am I going to buy? Yeah, I love it. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm a, a major believer in process. <laughs> process oh, yeah. predictability, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't come from just, you know, naturally someone being good at building rapport or naturally good at, you know, selling, if you want to call it that. It comes from a bit of that, of course, it's the art and the science of what yeah. we're talking about. Interesting. And if you just just in terms of numbers here, because, of course, obviously the numbers are dictated by, you know, what you potentially want to try and, you know, close at the end. So as you said beforehand, a consultant or a coach might want two to five per month. A bigger business might need more. Do you have ratios that you like to work with? I mean, your close rates that you mentioned before, pretty high compared to yeah. what I call standard. But you sit there and map out the, the data all the way from kind of top of funnel all the way through to an expectation. So you're starting with actually we need to speak to Absolutely. 500 people here to get to whatever it is, 10 here. Yeah, Absolutely. that's part of the process. Yeah. Yep, and we set those goals and those KPIs. So, And it's all linked to, you know, what, what does that person want for their business and what are their goals? So, you know, if their goals are, are three clients a month, then, you know, those KPIs are pretty good. And if we look at, well, then we'll work our way backwards. So, okay, you want three clients, cool. What is your closing rate? Let's say, you know, it's a 20% closing rate. It means one in five. So you're going to need to have 15 conversations to get three clients. How do you get 15 sales conversations? Well, you need to do a certain amount of qualification calls to get 15 sales calls. So let's say you do 50% uh, qualification to sales calls, which means you'll need to do 30 qualification calls to get 15 sales calls. In order to get that amount of qualification calls, how many conversations do you need to have? And then how many connections do you need to make? So it all depends. And, and what you can start doing as you start dialing these in is that you can start working out. I mean, like any good process, you can see what's working versus what's not working and where you can tweak some of those numbers and tweak some of those things in the processes to get the conversion rates higher, which means you need, need less numbers. Yeah, because one of the questions I have with you is the, is the, the difference between leads versus conversion. Because a lot of people sell leads, but actually conversion is a key thing. So do you have to... I mean, what, what are the, some of the things that drive conversion? Obviously, the process is part of it. The yeah. product um, fit or the solution problem fit with the niche is part of it. What other yes. things are important to increase those conversion rates? Yeah, and I think, I, you know, maybe I can make a distinction here as well because I see a lot of people saying, oh, we're going to get you tons of leads, but what they're actually selling you is connections. Yes. Like connections aren't leads, right? Let's okay. just get this clear. Connections are not leads. That's not what I consider a lead. That's a connection, right? Okay, so a lead in your world is? 
a lead for me is somebody that has taken a look at the profile. We've connected with them. We've sent a welcome message. Say, look, this is what we do. This is how we help people. If you're interested in getting on a call, let's see if there's a good fit. They then say, yes, here's my email address and cell phone number. Wow. Okay. So that's, so I would have called that um, in my old world of marketing a marketing qualification. So there's been enough intent by that person to be interested in what your proposition is. Yes. hundred percent. Got it. Okay. Perfect. Yep. And then from there, so we're not selling, we're not telling people you're going to get two to five connections a day. Anyone can do that, right? Anyone can do that. You can put automation system in place. It'll do that for you. I'm talking about qualified leads. And from there, then they need to get on a phone call and be qualified. And then they get on the sales call. And then at the sales call, that's the point of conversion where do they buy or don't they buy? Got it. Right. And what, is the, um, what does the team look like here? Not, not so much the numbers, because obviously that's going to depend on the size of the business and what's going on, sure. but the key roles, because we've talked a little bit about it, but what would you say the key roles are required to set up this process? Setters and closers, right? Okay. Um, pretty simple. So, you know, and if you are the business owner, you want to step out of doing all the sales, get some setters, get some closers. The setters are the guys who are going to go out and generate the leads. Um, And even then, you know, if you're running ads or if you're driving traffic to a page or, you know, they're going to be the ones going and phoning and qualifying people. They're going out looking for qualified leads to send to your salespeople, right? And they're edifying the hell out of your salespeople. So by the time the people get on the call, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking to you. You (laughs) Um, So it just pitches, it, it puts it to the next level. And so when the closers come on board, then they can spend half an hour to an hour walking the person down the process, diving deep into the pain. You know, we go with, with our team, we go deep into like the mindset and, you know, you have a, a pre-call, um, a pre, your pre-call game, essentially, which is how you show up to the calls so that you can prepare yourself mentally to have the best outcome. Um, and so that's that's it. I mean, setters and closers, that's what your team needs to look like. And, and I would say, depending on what your lead flow looks like, right? You could have one setter to one closer or two closers, depending on what your lead flow looks like. Um, at the moment, I've got three setters and two closers. Got it. Okay. And where do you fit in that? Do you consider yourself a closer if you choose to be, or are you up the chain from that? Closer. Yeah. I'm working my way out of it. I've got, I'm busy training somebody <laughs> up to take over that side of things as well. But right Sometimes now, it's quite fun though anyway, isn't it? So I think it's, it's also, I mean, I have that experience as you just described where I'll jump on a call with someone and because they've listened to the podcast, they go, oh my God, you're a real person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No, cool. Okay. And um, in terms of, you know, we talked about metrics and, and I want to talk about sort of metrics and, and automation for a piece. Do cool. you advocate any automation? Um, and by that, I mean um, any of the LinkedIn systems, the Meet Alfreds and, and all that sort of stuff. Is that, does that become part of the process in there? And, and, and which stage do you, yeah. do you advocate that? So we use uh, WeConnect. Okay. Um, and what I like about it is that you can actually manage your leads inside the thing. Because one thing that LinkedIn is terrible with is reporting. Yes. And, and managing leads, it's, it's not easy. They're I lose people in my LinkedIn messages all the time. I can't tell you like how quickly someone comes in and then over the weekend, they're gone. <laughs> 100%. And that's yeah. also why I have someone managing mine for me. You know, So one of my sets is I've trained her up to talk like me and um, I have yep. her managing it for me because I just, I can't keep track of it. And it's very difficult. So I'd recommend, you know, if you're using automation, like keep it simple. Uh, and we've tried, we've tried stuff. I mean, we've tried stuff that is, complicated that is multiple touch points we've tried stuff that is simple that is one touch points um and i tell you the simple stuff works the best um and really what you want to be automating is you want to be automating the the reach out and the connections and 
you automate that once you've got, and there's a key point to this because you know you said you looked at our system, there's nine steps. Step number nine is automate, right? The reason for that is you can't automate something that you don't have a working proven process for. Yeah, okay. I get that. So the automation gives you scale. If you haven't gone and taken the time to identify the ideal client, to tweak and refine your messages so that you don't sound like someone that's just spamming everybody, it's not going to work for you, right? Get that piece right first, then you can plug in the automation because all that's going to do is it's going to take out the manual time-consuming things so that you can get to the point where you're speaking to people who are interested in taking that next step. Yeah, we love it. Done right. I love it. Yeah, no, I can see that. And and there's a fair bit of work just in terms of, you know, I always say marketing is a process of experimentation anyway. So there's a piece <laughs> yeah. here of trying lots of different things yeah. and working out what, you know, even the small uh, tweaks on messaging, <laughs> which make yeah. a difference. One word. I mean, we had we had one guy that was crazy. So he buys and sells businesses, right? Yeah. He changed two words in his message and his um, lead rate went from 10% to 40%. Wow. Two words. Unreal. There you go. I'm not surprised. I mean, I because I, I see I've played around with this for a while as well, as you can imagine, in different ways. And um, and I've seen that as well, particularly with just, you know, just one word will resonate, you know, particularly if you, I mean, one of the words that we use, because we, as I said, we go into businesses that are, you know, plateauing and not growing fast enough. And, and the ambition is to sell that business for eight to nine figures. Um, the one word that connects, plateau. They can't stand that. That's, That's a painful word for, a, for a, a person who's trying to get to build an empire or something. And it's yeah. funny, like, you know, but you can think about it because no one wants that. They don't want to be in that place. Yeah. It's painful. Just just to go back one step on the, because you said about the setters and closers, what sort of, do you advocate, again, using sort of virtual assistance for setters and training them up? Or or is there a, is it, what sort of profile, I suppose, what makes a good setter? Or is it something that you decide by the by the training and how you manage them? So I like somebody in terms of a setter, I like somebody that can connect with people, that likes connecting with people. Um, they want to sell, they're driven by, you know, they're driven by numbers. Um, they're happy to get on calls all day long. You know, I want someone that's that's a go-getter because you have to be. You're going to do a lot of calls, you're going to do a lot of outreach, you're going to do a lot of messaging and connecting and you need to be excited about that. Yeah. Right. If you're not excited about it, do something else. No, and, 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 you, and you can't be hiding behind, just hiding behind the platform because yeah. that's not great. Do it. it doesn't work. It, yeah. it doesn't work. You, you've got to be genuinely excited about, number one, what it is that you do and, and a strong belief in the product and the, and the service and the company that you work for, right, if it's that or your own product or service. And then the second thing is it's like you've got to be excited about talking to people. Right. If you're not excited about talking to people, you're in the wrong thing. <laughs> That's some- no, 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 absolutely. Well, listen, as you said at the very beginning, the most important thing is connection and connection absolutely. connection comes. You know, it's very as much as we're now living in a more virtual world with everything going on, you can still connect like this. Right. We can, you know, I can you know, tease you about, you know, being South African and you can say that, you know, I look tanned and whatever. But, yeah. you know, but that's great. But you can't do that. That's fine. But you can't do that just by sending a few emails backwards and forwards. You know, the context no. gets missed for sure. No, cool. okay. Hold it up. So it, a couple of things in, in, so your system, the Rainmaker system, I'm going to talk just quickly about that before we finish up today. But one last sure. question. Um, you obviously have education programs and we'll get into that a little bit in a second. Do you yep. offer done for you services for clients as well? So if someone came along and said, I just want the whole thing done, you just, you just educate. Yeah, we, we used to, um, we used to do done, done for you services, but you know, the challenge with that we find with LinkedIn is that it's so person, it's, it's very intensive in terms of personnel and staff that you need. 
and we just weren't finding the right people. And the big thing is we didn't make it enough of a focus for it to be successful. Like if that was our only focus, yes, but it just, it's too staff intensive and people intensive. So what we do, and we're a big believer that, you know, you can't outsource something that is core to your business. And what most people want to do is they want to say, okay, cool. Yo, you just generate leads for me. I'll pay you whatever. Just generate the leads for me. But as an outside company, it's very difficult you know, to do that because I'm not inside your company. I don't know enough about your ideal client, about the messaging, what goes on in the business. The little, All the little nuances are the things that make it successful. Now, what I do say to people is that if you have got something up and working already that is doing well and generating leads and you want to scale it, then outsource it to somebody right? But in that case, I would say hire a setter, right? Um, but we're a big believer, like we work with organizations, you know, multinationals, you know, from the, the, the one-man entrepreneur up to, you know, publicly listed companies with hundreds of salespeople. It's about empowering them to do it because when they do it and they own that process, that's when the real results happen. Yeah, I can and see that. Yeah. I mean, we've got a pretty simple philosophy. It's like, if you're doing less than $100,000 a a month, right, there's three things you need to be focusing on, which is your offer, have a leveraged and scalable offer that delivers results for your clients, generating sales calls and doing sales calls. Like that's it. You know, and if you're a salesperson, you're focusing on two things, generating sales calls and doing sales calls. (laughs) That's it. You said something about half an hour ago, which I see all the time, which is people create, they spend a lot of time on the product and the proposition. And then they fail to, they might market it. They actually might go out there and do something around what we call traditional marketing, you know, whatever is trying to build awareness, but they, they don't build the sales process. They don't, they don't, they don't, you know, they don't make it easy for someone to firstly get deeper and then understand something to say yes. So, yeah. so this has been hugely valuable. Um, so how can people um, find you, Matt? And I think um, you've got a bit of a, an offer for people listening on the social media today and obviously people who'll be listening on the podcast when this gets released. So just want to yeah. share that with us now. Yeah, 100%. So best way to find me is obviously connect with me on LinkedIn, right? I'm there. Of course. Right? You sure Matt, it's not Facebook or, or Insta- definitely LinkedIn, Matt? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> well, it's the same across all media platforms. So it's Matt Clark SA, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all the rest. But hit me up on LinkedIn, right? Yes. Um, and let me know that you heard me on next show so I can give them some feedback as well. Um, and then the second thing is I've actually got a, we, we created something that we've seen has just been hugely valuable in helping people like get going um, and just optimizing their profile. And so we created the 20 minute profile makeover, which I'm happy to give away to your listeners for free if you cool with that. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm sure there'll right. be lots of people going, yes, please. If we had show of hands here on the, I'll have a look at the Facebook live stream after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and really what it covers is three things. It covers um, getting your profile, uh, three key parts of your profile set up that's going to get you more uh, more views and more messages, getting your pickup line right, which we spoke about earlier, yep. and then you know branding yourself properly. I mean, we had a client the other day. We told him to just – he was actually wasn't even a client, so he was in a prospect that we were talking to. I said, go and implement these three things. He came back a week later with 60, 60 new leads. Insane. Really? People reached out to him. So you can get that at www.thevirtualedge.com. Um, it's 100% free. Uh, go download it. There's a, there's a training video afterwards, which will go into even more detail for you. It's completely free. And if you feel like you want to reach out and connect with us afterwards, man, book a call. And, and we're happy to see if this would be a good fit for you too. Perfect. 
Great. Well, listen, Matt, it's been awesome. Thanks for uh, for coming on Scale Up Your Business. Um, great to be able to go deep into LinkedIn and, and the stuff you're doing is awesome. It's really, I, we haven't gone, as I said, into sales process in the way that you've articulated today um, beforehand. So that's why I wanted to bring you on the show. So very grateful for that. And thank you very much for your time, sir. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It's been an awesome, awesome time with you, Nick. Cool. Thank you.